It's a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Today I want to use the anointing of resurrection to confront not our enemies but our accusers. Many times I hear my pastors introducing prayer topics like we are going to bind our enemies and we are going to ask God to kill them. From today, no enemy will die. Because when your enemy dies, they will never leave to see your resurrection. You, you, I, I know you are not excited when I say don't deal with your enemies. God uses your so-called enemies to advance your progress and your programs. Behind every crucifixion and pain and suffering, even if the pain and suffering is not as a result of sin, but so that God's name will be glorified, even in that pain and suffering, there are some accusers. They are happy when we are in pain. They are happy when we are suffering. They are happy when we are crying. But just like those who crucified Jesus, finally proclaim and say, this one is the son of God. Somebody will now ratify you as a righteous man, as a righteous woman. God will silence their mouth. And today, I will be looking at one of the critics of Job. How that guy used his tongue to crucify Job. How be it, he gave a very profound theology which I would want us to look at today. Now, amongst five of the wise statements that I will be discussing with you in our study and exposition of the book of Job is this first one. One of five wise statements that I will be working on in our study of the book of Job. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, write this one. Keep your eyes always on your assignment because your success will judge your accusers. Keep your eyes, focus your eyes always on your assignment because your success will judge your accusers or your detractors. Keep your eyes always on your assignment. Because your success will judge your accusers and your detractors. Zophar is one of Job's three friends with a very powerful tongue but a powerful revelation about God's attitude to evil and wickedness. I will not have the opportunity to look at all the speeches of Job's friends. So for those of you Bible students who love to study the Bible, Chapters number 4 and 15, you will find Eliphaz's statements. Chapter 8, you will find Bildad. Chapters 11, 20, you will find Zophar. Chapters 4, 8, 15, 11, and 20. I want us to look at chapter 20 of Job, and we shall skip some of the verses for the sake of time. Job chapter number 20, verse number 1. New Living Translation. Then Zophar, the Nematite, replied Job, verse 2. And he said, I must reply because I am greatly disturbed. Verse 3. I have had to endure your insults, but now my spirit prompts me to reply. Now, what are the insults of Job? When they accuse Job, 
that Job was under severe curse and punishment from God because he had offended God. And Job said, look, I've not done anything. Me, myself, I don't even understand where this pain and affliction is coming from. I am a righteous and an innocent man. And then Zophana says, Job, stop that. Stop this insult. The God that we serve, he doesn't punish people like this. Look at your body from head to toe. So, you've, your, your house is bent. Your children are dead. You have lost your property. You are now feeding on refuse dump. You say this is God? Job, stop it. That is exactly what people are saying about us. They are laughing at us. They are mocking at us because we are temporarily going through pain. But I came here to let somebody know my enemies. Stop laughing because very soon God is turning my situation around. Ah, the amen was very weak. Your eyes will see God's resurrection power. That is why I pray that they should not die. If they die, there will be nobody to honor you. Listen to what he tells Job in verse 4. Verse 4. Then he goes, pure theology, correct theology. And I'm going to use his own words to confront our accusers. Zophar, this is observation. He said, Job, don't you realize that from the beginning of time, ever since people were first placed on the earth, five, the triumph of the wicked has been short-lived and the joy of the godless has been only temporary. Six, though the pride of the godless reaches to the heavens and their heads touch the clouds. Seven, yet they will vanish forever, thrown away like their own dung, physics. Those who knew them will ask, where are they? Verse seven, King James. Yet he shall perish forever like his own dung. They which have seen him shall say, where is he? The life of the wicked is short-lived. They will rise. However they rise, God brings them down like that. That is why when people are hurting me and, and people are killing me and people are crucifying me like Jesus Christ, I will say, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they are doing. They don't know that they are working through my progress to the top. Very soon you will be looking for the wicked and you will not find him. Verse number 8. They will fade like a dream and not be found. They will vanish like a vision in the night. Verse number 9. Those who once saw them will see them no more. Their families will never see them again. The wicked. Verse number 14. 15 and 16. But suddenly the food in their bellies turns sour and poisonous venom in their stomach. They will vomit the wealth they swallowed. God won't let them keep it down. 16. They will suck the poison of cobras. The viper will kill them. Those who once saw them will see them no more. Their families will never see them again. 10. As for 10, when I was reading 10 in my bedroom, I just knelt down I put my head on my head. I said, Lord, this one showed me mercy. Their children will beg from the poor for they must give back their stolen riches. Their children will not beg from the rich. Their children will beg from the poor. How do you beg from the poor? Their children will be in need so much that it is poor people who will give them. Zophar, Zophar says, Job, the God that I know, this is the way he works. He punishes wicked people. Job, can you convince me that you, you have never done anything evil against God? Jump to verse number 22. And I'll run down to 29. And then 
I'll look at Job's response and then I'll compare that one with Jesus' suffering and we'll see whether we shall find some similarities over there. And if we shall find some similarities, then you will know what your expectations will be. As a result of what you are going through, get yourself ready for celebration. Yes. 22. In the midst of plenty, they will run into trouble and be overcome by misery. 23. May God give them a belly full of trouble. May God rain down his anger upon them. When they try to escape an iron weapon, a bronze tip arrow will pierce them. And the arrow is pulled from their back. And the arrow head Christians with blood. The terrors of death are upon them. 24 and 25. He shall flee from the iron weapon. And the bow of steel. The new King James says of bronze shall strike him through. Just when he has escaped from one weapon. Another weapon hits him through his heart, through his back. And then King James says. It is drawn and cometh out of his body. Yea, the glittering sword come out of his gall. Terrors are upon him. Wicked people can't escape. They escape one way, they are caught in the other way. 26. Their treasures will be thrown into deepest darkness. And a wildfire will devour their goods. Consuming all they have left. 27. The heavens will reveal their guilt. And the earth will testify against them. 28. A flood will sweep away their house. God's anger will descend on them in torrents. 29. This is the reward that God gives the wicked. It is the inheritance decreed by God. This is what our enemies, so-called, accuse us. This is what they wish. They wish that we become beggars. They wish that we lose. They wish that we don't succeed in anything that we do. But this resurrection day, I call them liars. We will prevail. We will succeed. Clap your hands and make this confession and say, I will make it. Oh, come on, say, with God on my side, I will make it. Clap your hands and say, because God is with me, I shall make it. Job's response, chapter 23, verse number 8. Job's response, chapter 23, verse number 8. Job's response. By this time, Job's friends had depressed him so much that Job was beginning to lose his focus. In chapter 3, Job opened his mouth and started raising curses. Curse be the day that it was said that a woman was pregnant with a child. Curse! Be the day that it was said that a woman was in labor to deliver a baby boy. May darkness cover that day and may light never shine on it. May that day know no peace. May it not be remembered in the calendar of men. Because his friends had spoken some wild things and all of a sudden Job felt like God was not there anymore. He was losing his focus. He was losing his faith. He was losing at everything. And then in chapter 23 verse 8, he says, when I go to the east, he was complaining to God. When I go to the east, he is not there. When I go to the west, I cannot find him. I do not see him in the north, for he is hidden. I look to the south, but he is concealed. Verse 10. But he knows where I am going. And when he tests me, I will come out as pure as gold. For I have stayed on God's path and have followed his ways 
and not turn aside. I have not departed from his commands, but have treasured his words more than daily food. But once he has made his decision, who can change his mind? Whatever he wants to do, he does. 14. So he will do to me whatever he has planned. He controls my destiny. Who can change the mind of God? He does what he plans, his purposes. Now it may look like God is no longer there. Because when I go to the east, I cannot find him. When I go to the west, he is not there. I go to the north side. I'm searching for God. God, where are you? If you are alive, why, why do I suffer like this? Why, why am I in pain? Hey, you have come to that place. Oh, I have been there before. I'm telling you. I've been there before. Why is everything against me? Why is anything I touch screams, leave me? But here Job, he says, thank you God, that in all of these things, I walk the ways of your path. Your commandments I have obeyed and have held on. I know your thoughts for me. I know your plans for me. And I know that whatever you have planned will come to pass. See, I have no respect for people who have never created human beings before but they like to control human beings. I have no respect for them. I have no respect for people who have the opportunity to help young girls and they take advantage of them. I have no respect for them. I have no respect for managers and officers who make certain demands from certain women, girls, before they offer them jobs. I have no respect for them. Because they haven't created before. Your life is not in their hands. From today, I want you to know that no human being can determine your future except Jehovah God. You have nothing to lose and nothing to fear except God in whose hands. Oh, I learned this lesson a hard way. It was in the early days of Royal House Chapel, IBWC, International Bible Worship Center. And usually, when you start a church, you don't experience growth overnight. Whether numerical, financial, growth in personnel, whatever. You, you have to start from somewhere. So we were just beginning. There was only one wealthy man in the church. One. Only one. Anytime he paid his tithes, we could buy new microphones. When he paid his tithes, we could change the speaker. If he didn't pay his tithes, we would stick to the old. Yet he was alcoholic. He had several children with nine different women. Rich man. He could get drunk and children would carry him and show him the way to his house. So I said to this man, God has brought you to me so that the word of the Lord in my mouth, I will change you. He will make business. One big contract. He will get the money. The following month, he can't account for the money. Alcohol. Women. I will make an appointment with him. His office. I said, I'm coming to your office. What time should I come? He will say, come very early. 7 a.m. 7 a.m. I am in his office to teach him the word of God, to pray with him. 
Sometimes when I went to his office, this man would let me sit in his reception for two hours, three hours. He would come out of his reception and tell me, Pastor, I'm very busy. I'm going for some business meeting. I'll, I'll be looking at this man. One Sunday, he came to church. Just when the preaching was going to start, I saw him walk out. I thought he was going to wee-wee. The usher said to me, he had sat in his car, he had driven away. The following day, I went to him to ask him, I said, sir, why did you, why did you walk out of the service yesterday? In those days, we used to sit on benches. We used to sit on wood with two legs. And one bench could take one, two, three. Oh, sometimes we loaded seven because we didn't have money to buy enough. This man walked out of the service and following day he said to me, when he was sitting on the bench, he was having backache. So he left. So I said, so what do we do? He said, I should buy proper chairs. And that until I bought proper chairs, he would not come to the church. I said, but this church is poor. We, we, we just started. We don't have money. This was how much I suffered emotionally. How I was degraded and disrespected by a man who has not created a spoon before in his life. But he had little money. So he used his money to control, to intimidate, to disrespect all of us. And we had to humble ourselves. He was struck with a dangerous disease called cancer. Pine. In hospital, the doctor who was administering to him is a member of Royal House Chapel. Then, in his dying moment, he said to the doctor, I have made a very big mess of my life. God gave me to a certain man of God to hold me and keep me and give me his word. A man who could have given me a fitting burial if I died today. But for some reason, I was a bit foolish and I ignored his counsel and I walked out on him. Now God has raised him in this city. He's a big man of God. Large following. God has blessed him. In those days, it was only one car we were parking, his car, Volvo. Everybody came to church in Trotro. He was the only one. And he was telling the doctor that I have really regretted. So the doctor then asked me, so who is this pastor that God gave you? He said, Sam Crunchyankra. The doctor laughed. He didn't tell him that he's a member of Royal House Chapel. So the doctor said to him, it's okay, daddy, you'll be well. You'll be well. When you are well, I am sure you'll get connected to him and you can start your relationship again. He never came out of hospital. He died. Probably the time he should have been healed was when I visited him in our office. Or on that day when I was going to preach the sermon and he walked out. Maybe that was the day God wanted to heal that disease. Anybody who is controlling your life, we pray they don't die. But may the Lord lift you that they will come and beg from you. I see Jesus here. Matthew chapter 27. Matthew chapter 27 verse number 28. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. 29. 
and they wove thousands of branches into a crown and put it on his head and they placed a reed stick in his right hand as a setter then they knelt before him in mockery and taunted him hail king of the jews 30 and they spit on him and grabbed the stick and struck him on the head with it when they were finally tired of mocking him they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him again then they led him away to be crucified verse number 50 five zero then jesus shouted out again and he released his spirit and that moment the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn into two from top to bottom the earth shook the rocks split apart and tombs opened the bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead they left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection went into the holy city of jerusalem and appeared to many people 54 the roman officer and the other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened and then they said this man truly was the son of god here is a man that they call a sinner here is a man that they call a hypocrite here is the man that they call a pretender now on that day of his crucifixion in the midst of his pain in the midst of his so-called shame god lifted him with the presence of his power they said truly this man is the son of god some people will change their minds concerning you some people will change their minds there was a certain man had two sons he didn't like the first boy he would always compare the second person look at your junior brother your junior brother will be greater than you your junior brother will be this your junior brother will be that the man cursed the boy ten years later the guy he cares has become prosperous more than the brother that he respected and the one he didn't like is the one who takes care of him now the stone that was rejected by the builders is about to become the cornerstone of the building somebody you didn't hear me you who were rejected by your family and your members help that they should have given to you they didn't give you because they thought that you were useless and hopeless clap your hands and say i'm rising today no 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 can i have seriousness say i'm rising today oh shout it let me know that you are hearing me i'm right hallelujah you will rise again you will resurrect job says i went to the north east i couldn't find god I, everywhere god where are you the same thing jesus christ said my god my god why have you forsaken me sometimes when you are in this a, 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 a season of pain like this you think that god has forsaken you but he hasn't he hasn't one day our former meeting place which was rented the landlord called me saturday evening before certain people respected people in society one of them a pastor what was it well reverend tomorrow i'll be locking the gate of the church i said but tomorrow is sunday and you are telling me saturday what have we done I'm increasing your rent from how much to how much from 1 million Ghana cities to 5 million a month how many years advance should we pay 3 years I said but in those days our monthly 
brain was not one million. Where am I going to get five million times times 36? He said, I have spoken. Who has spoken? You? Are you God? Who are you? Anybody who thinks that your future is in their hands. We will disappoint them big time. Big time. Big time. Big time. I had a testimony where one of our ladies was looking for a job at the security services and the men wanted to sleep with her. She left and went. Finally, God gave her something bigger and greater. Yes, that's what God will do to our accusers. Those who had the opportunity to help us and they didn't help us and they were asking, demanding favors. Oh, I pray that they don't die. They must live to see your crucifixion, but they will also see your resurrection. And may they say that truly this man is the son of God. I prophesy to three people here. I prophesy to four people here. I'm prophesying to 60 people here. I am prophesying to 21 people here. Can you rise up and clap and shout three times? I receive it. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Shout it. You see that? That Saturday night, I think some of my elders were there. I knelt down before that man and the people he brought, including the pastor. I said, Oh, so for how do you lead this man to come and close down a church? What do you want us to do the following day? Please, beg him for us. And ask him to give me about one man to go and look for the money. Ladies and gentlemen, we had to go and borrow monies from individuals to be able to make 5 million times 36 months. And the place where we were meeting, he hadn't bought it. He himself is also a tenant. The year that we moved to our own property, that year the owners of the building sacked him and sold the place to a bank. We want to prove to people that the God that we serve moves with us everywhere that we go. He knows the ways and the path in which we walk. He knows. And when we have come through, we will come out pure as gold. You know why? Because the purity of God can never be seen until it has gone through fire. God means that there is value in you. God means that something good is in you. It is only that your husband cannot see, your wife cannot see. But praise God, after this trying moment, everybody will see you shining as pure as gold. Clap your hands and say, I am gold. I didn't hear you. Clap your hands and say, I am gold. Let the devil hear you and shout again and say, Say it again, I am God. You don't have to worry. Come on, talk to somebody for me. Ah, that's a mistake you are making. Don't say you don't. Say, I don't have. I don't have to worry. You come on, prophesy to yourself. I don't, I don't have to be afraid. Why? Because joy comes in the morning. Come on, that, that trouble, it will always not last. That, that pain will always not last. That trouble will not always For last. That trouble, the affliction. Jesus. He will, he will, he will. He will wipe your tears. Oh, away. come on, I hear the Lord. He will wipe your 
Jesus. Your heart is broken. Hey. Just let your hands and say, I know. I know that I can make it. Come on, prophesy. Say, I know that I know that I can stay. I see the miracle here right now. There is a miracle, Jesus. Problems. Here's the, here's the wife saying, focus on your assignment because it is the success that will silence and judge your accusers. The reason why they say certain things is to distract you, to make you shift your focus. Like Job, for you to believe that you are a sinner when you know you are not. To give up your faith. To feel like God has forsaken you. To feel that there is no hope for you. Oh Jesus. A graduate from University of Science and Technology. Woman. Married. You have this baby. Nice baby. The husband has been molesting and beating her. And every family member was talking. Leave this man. You are beautiful. Your life is not in the hands of a man. That man has not played a fork before. Don't allow him to determine your future. Job says, my future is in the hands of God. He knows the pathway. When God decides a purpose and a counsel for my life, I will not challenge it. I will submit. In the end, Whatever Job lost, God gave him twice. When Jesus at the moment felt that God had forsaken him, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When he knew that he was doing the will of God, he said, now I give up my spirit for I laid down my life and I can pick it again. He died. And God said, because you have submitted to my will and my counsel, watch what I will see in three days' time. I will do you show in the grave. If nothing went into your spirit, let this one go into your spirit. That what you are going through is but for a moment. Your day of resurrection is on the way. Your day of celebration of resurrection will be celebrated more than your day of pain. Your day of celebration, resurrection, will be celebrated more than your days of shame, more than your days of pain. Is somebody hearing what I am saying? The lady will not hear words like I am speaking to you. One day she gave a baby to her mother and said, Mother, I'm going um, inside the room to put some few things in order. She had prepared a rope. Went into the room and hanged herself. So the mother was waiting. Ah, 30 minutes. The baby has started crying. Wanted breast milk. They went to knock the door. Adjua, come and feed your baby. They knocked. The door was not opening. Broke the door open. Adjua was hanging there. Dead. I won't kill myself for any man. 
They didn't create me. They didn't purchase me. They didn't do anything for me. I only collided into them in the way of life. If they refuse to help, let them go. But help will come from another source. Am I blessing somebody here today? Anytime you meet problems, you have met P, R, O, B, L, E, M, and S. Problems. Anytime you meet problems, number one, you have met prediction. P for prediction. Every problem is predicting your future every problem don't run away anymore don't kill yourself anymore the problem is only predicting your future when joseph's brothers sold him to egypt they did not know that they were checking the man into his future so somebody here is the way somebody puts it somebody says if joseph did not experience Egypt's prison, Joseph would have never become Egypt's governor. If Joseph had not become Egypt's prisoner, he would not have become Egypt's governor. When they sold him to Egypt, they were checking the man into his future because that's where God has decided to go and lift him. Problems, number one, are predictions into your future. Number two, For reminder, anytime you have a problem, God is reminding you of one thing that you are insufficient in yourself, and now you need the ultimate God, the power and the wisdom of God. You need wisdom to be able to conduct and to run your life. Problem simply means run to God. Remember, there is a God, remember, He has solutions. Remember, he can bring you through. Remember, your life is in his hands. Remember that you are walking in his path and his counsel. Remember, God, when problems come, not suicide. Or for opportunities. Every problem carries an opportunity. Problems make you creative. Problems make you think. Problems make you pray more. Problems make you grow your faith. Problems toughen your faith. Here's what somebody says about faith. Faith that is not tested cannot be trusted. Faith which is not tested. Faith which does not go through tests. Fire. You can't trust that faith. For God to trust you to bring you into leadership. For God to trust you to put something in your hands. For God to trust you to put substance. For God to trust you to put a nation in your hands. Your faith must be tested. And one way God does it is to pass you through heat. And fire. 
then you become strong hey somebody god is preparing you for leadership who is this one i am talking to oh i didn't hear you who is this one i am talking to oh my god be for blessing be for blessing every problem carries a unique blessing every problem carries a unique blessing when you go through problems don't focus on the negative side of the problem start focusing yourself on the positive god why are you taking me through this what do you want me to receive what do you what what should what testimony do you want me to have yeah yeah when you see problem you have seen blessing when you see problem you have seen prediction into your future when you see problems you are seeing opportunities when you see problems you see blessing the next one l anytime you see problem you are seeing lessons for every problem there is a lesson god wants you to learn for every problem there is a lesson god wants you to learn because problems keep repeating themselves so when you learn in one situation the next time you see the problem you know what to do already because you have passed through that place already when your children grow you know what to tell your children because you have passed through already problems are lessons those of you who are not learning listen to me the same behavior you put up and you lost your first boyfriend you are putting up the same behavior in this second one you are going to lose this one too because you are not learning any lessons the same thing that you did and made seaman of first year you are doing the same thing you are clubbing you are following friends you are going for parties you will get cw in the next one not c minus because you are not learning any lessons pastor at home i'm speaking to you the same things that you did and you lost your members god has given you a second chance you are doing the same thing repeating the same problem you will lose this one to pastor pastor learn Let me, let me talk to that mother mommy mommy listen to me your son left home because you were always nagging at him insulting him abusing him bringing him down as if he is nobody he left home now he has come back mommy you haven't learned your lesson you are doing the same things mommy he will go and this time you will come back mistakes because problems will repeat themselves but when the problem comes again tell the problem look i've met you before the first time i couldn't but this time clap your hands in the name of jesus i overcome problem say problem you won't devastate me you won't kill me i will rise over you clap your hands and say this is my resurrection shout hallelujah e for everywhere e everywhere e everywhere you meet problems everywhere everywhere 
everywhere. Tell somebody stay. Tell somebody stay, stay, stay. Tell somebody don't run away from problems. Say stay and overcome the problem. The thing that you don't want, help me to change it. Don't run away. Why are you running away to? There are problems everywhere. And for messages. Messages. Every problem brings you a message. Every problem carries your testimony. You know what? Sometimes the best message is not somebody's testimony. The best message is your own testimony. Something that you encounter that brings a change in your life. It remains with you forever and ever. Sam Krantiankra, I don't know anybody who convinced me against God. Christ. The power of God. I've experienced so much that Chale, I am sold out. I am a slave to God's power. Oh, I'm a complete slave. Nothing will change my mind. When I married my wife, my mother is everywhere and she prepares banku and fetri dechi of the food. One day, I saw my mother and my sisters one Saturday morning. They came to my house, my, my marital home. They went to market. Then, my wife had gone to give them money to come and teach her how to do banku and fetri dechi because the husband loves it. So she sat, she humbled herself and learned. And they finished cooking. Then she took over. My wife started preparing it better than my mother. That's the reward of humility. You are so arrogant, so proud, you can't humble yourself. Your husband says he doesn't like the way you prepare the granola soup. Go and call the person who knows how to do it. Humble yourself and learn. And let the fighting in the house stop. Can't you learn from problems? I won't bring anybody to come and take my husband. My mother-in-law, she's a witch. Oh, she's a witch. Let her come with a witch. Drive her with the blood. Let her put witchcraft in the food. Sanctify the food with the blood of Jesus and eat it. Clap your hands and say, I'm learning. I didn't hear you. Clap your hands and say, I'm learning. S. Solvable. S. Solvable. Every problem is solvable. Every problem under the sun has a solution. Don't let the problem kill you. Solve it. Endure it. Build your character. Receive humility. Wisdom. My wife and I went to visit some church people in a compound house. Compound houses are usually located in very dense, heavily populated parts of the city. You see crowd. Apart from the crowd, you see things like, I saw this woman doing banku and she has a cloth on her chest and people are killed. And then the banku, so then and then you go to the next they'll give you the okra and then the and what I miss is when those of us who used to go to the place very early to buy the banku you go there and the banku the woman is doing it she wants to be sure 
the banku is well cooked. Then she will take some, put some on the plate and put it back. Oh, I miss that anointing. Oh, I miss watcher in the slum. Watcher, you don't eat watcher in Chinese plate. Watcher, you eat it in green leaf. Is somebody here with me? what you are going through is disgrace and shame God is preparing you for the top today I have missed life at the slum I have missed it. where I am no entertainment big house wall I don't hear anybody I don't hear that again and I'm very worried hello and more fish fresh fish you don't know oh the watcher here is the part of the watcher that you miss the green leaf in order for the woman to be able to break the green leaf she has to bite the top and so she put it in her mouth and so small saliva will pass through it spices the watcher Clap your hands and say, This life shall pass. I didn't hear you clap your hands and say, This life shall pass. Every problem is a message. Clap your hands and say, I receive it. As we saw, my wife and I were so excited. And then my wife said, Honey, I know you've missed one thing too. I said, What is it? He said, Granite. I said, Ah, Granite seller, how much would you buy? 10 pesos. And then she ask you, do I have to clean it for you? I say, yes, clean it. Okay, come with me. <laughs> she will anoint the granite with saliva. When the last time she washed her feet, I don't care. But the, all I feel is that the granite has some taste. <clears throat> oh, mommy, want me, want me, add some. Oh, oh, I need to why? And then the last one that she takes, she can't put it in the one that she already can. So that's why she does it. Every These days, the granite they bring me is in bottle. It's not nice at all. Oh, Charlie, I miss this my one. Oh, all of a sudden. That life is gone. God has lifted me to another level. That's the way God is going to do. The life you are passing through now is for a moment. This is your season of crucifixion. Your day of resurrection is coming. Clap your hands and shout, I hear the Lord. This is my body which is broken for you. Show me anybody who touched the body of Christ and was never healed. Show me. Here's the prophecy I will, I will leave with you. Isaiah chapter 25, verse number 8. Here's the prophecy you are going with. Here's God's word for you. Isaiah chapter 25, verse number 8. New King James. 
Isaiah chapter 25 verse number 8 read with a loud voice and show me that you believe this prophecy ready go he will swallow up death forever and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces the rebuke of his people he will take away from all the earth for the Lord has spoken verse number 9 verse number 9 ready go and it will be said in that day behold this is our God we have waited for him and he will save us this is the Lord we have waited for him he will be glad we will be glad they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength those who are patient who are waiting for God I promise you God will show up like a Sure. sometimes it may look wrong sometimes the crucifixion is painful sometimes the lambastations of your friends are depressing sometimes but please I knelt down and begged my landlord later on he knew that God could have used me to heal his cancer verse 8 we will be glad and we will see salvation he will swallow up death come on say it again and the Lord will wipe away tears from some faces. So, some faces. The faces of the rich people. This is the word of God. Who said to you that tears are eternal and forever? Who said to you that affliction and pain is forever? It's a season. It's a season. It's a season. I know that I can make it. Come on, prophesy. Say, I know that I know that I can stay. I see the miracle here right now. There is a miracle, Jesus. and prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copies of this and any other life-changing CDs, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Ancient.